Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me today on my commute as I travel the scenic mountains of Northern Maryland and the beautiful, beautiful scenic landscapes of South Central Pennsylvania. We're talking fundraising, nonprofits, and as I navigate the ups and downs, twists and turns, bumps and bloopers of the road and of fundraising for nonprofits. Today's topic is going to be a big one. It's probably the biggest problem, challenge, issue that smaller nonprofits have. The question is this, what do you do when you run out of people to call? What do you do when you run out of people to ask? You're a small nonprofit, you're raising whatever it is, let's call it $100,000, you're raising $100,000, you have your 100 donors that you raised your $100,000 from. What do you do when you've spoken, called, asked, reached out, tried everybody, and yet you are still stuck. You want to move your nonprofit to the next level. You need more money. You want to expand. You want to grow. You want to increase the impact. You are coming up against a brick wall because everybody on your list and everybody who they know are is all on the list and they're all been reached out to and yet you need more. The people who you serve need more. What do you do? This is, this is a great question. It's an important question because really this tugs at a fundamental part of nonprofit. And to, in order to understand what to do, we have to borrow from our cousin, marketing for small businesses because there's a lot of overlap here. Because uh, small businesses have the same question. What do you do to attract customers, clients? How do you how do you get more people in the door buying your product, buying your services, taking advantage of things that you offer the world? It's the same question. And in order to answer this, we should examine the different types of buckets of people that you have. Let's think about the, these buckets. You have a bucket of people who currently give you money. And your objective in this bucket of your current donors and even in, in is, and when you're talking about businesses, your current customers or clients, your objective is, A, they should keep on doing what they're doing, giving at the levels that they are, not decreasing. And B, those who are able to, should and hopefully will increase their gifts so that they can make even a bigger impact. So your job of a minor gift is to increase them to a middle gift and your job to a middle gift is to increase it to a major gift. Now, obviously not everyone will be able to step up levels like that, 
but enough will to make that bucket exercise worth it. So that's one bucket of people that you have. Let's, let's put that bucket aside for a second. You have another bucket of people. And the other bucket of people are called lapsed donors. People who have given at some point, but they've stopped giving two years ago or more. These are your lapsed donors buckets, bucket. And your job with this lapsed donor is to get them in the door again. You have to treat them and tell them that you miss them, that you're, you could do so much work, so much more good could be done with it if they come back. There's children waiting for them. The world is waiting to be saved by them. When they come back, so much more good can happen. That's your second bucket. And your objective with the second bucket is to get them back in the door. And you want to get them back in, hopefully, at levels that they've been given before or more. So we have bucket A, which is your current donors. Bucket B, which is your past donors. And then you have bucket C. Bucket C is your lap, is your prospect list. These are people who you know of and they have not yet given to your organization. Where do you get these names from? Where do you get these this list from? How do you create a prospect list? So I will share with you this answer. The first thing you need to do is to go back to your current donor bucket and your lapsed donor bucket and ask yourself, what are the types of things that these people care about? What do they care about? What kind of, are there any hobbies that they have in common? Let's say, let's just say, for example, that they all care about cats. Let's say not even all. Let's say half of them care about cats. Yes, the animal. I know some people are dogs. Some people are cat people. Some people are dog people. Let's say half the people care about cats. So your job would be to figure out where do people who care about cats, where do they go? And when you go there or you offer them a service or a giveaway or advertising to cat people, then you're able to cross market, not just whatever else, not whatever else that you're doing, the service or the giveaway or the informational packet or the booklet, but you can also start asking them if they'd be interested in supporting your cause. So where you get your list depends on where your current list is coming from. And you want to, as much as possible, expand on that. So again, you look at your current list, you figure out what they care about, and then you use that to get more people in the door. Let, let me give you some very clear, specific examples on how that may work. Let's say you are a nonprofit that cares about the environment. You make sure that the world is green for our children. That's your job. That's your mission. That's what you want to do. So, and then you go through your list and you discover, hey, most people on my list care about eating organic foods. So there's, there's two ways to create a list. There's three, actually three ways. There's three ways to create a list. One is extremely tedious, which is you pick up the phone book. If you have one of those lying around still, and you just start calling people, tele like telemarketing style. 
random people who you have no idea if they're interested in you, in nature, in the earth, or organic. You have no idea. You just randomly start calling people. This is the most tedious way of doing it, and it's probably not worth your time in today's day and age unless you have nothing else to do. Unless you can't, nothing else works. What could you do? Well, let's say you start advertising in your local area on Google, which is cheap for nonprofits or maybe even free or on Facebook, saying that here is a study, here is a white paper on how you can eat organic easily in whatever city you're in. Organic, how to find, eat organic foods easily in whatever city you're in. And then the people who download, the people who get this paper, the people who who avail themselves of this free resource, all of them become part of this bucket of people who care about organic foods. So most likely these are very prime candidates of people who will become your donors. Because if you know that everyone in your list or even half or more of people on your list care about who care about the world and the making and keeping it green for our children and our grandchildren also care about organic eating organic foods when you offer this as a resource it's possible and even probable that you will get new donors by doing this resource so that is an example of how you can easily increase your prospect list and that you do online a few clicks you can have marketing company set it up you have a social media company set it up. If you have a, a nonprofit grant, you can have you know, through Google. You can set this up. And again, the point of this is you collect new names of people who care about item A, which is organic foods in this example. And you know that a large percentage of those people will likely also care about the work that you do. So you can ask them uh, to solicit them for your cause. The other thing you might want to do, so that's digital online, that takes a few clicks, and that's the easiest thing to do. The other thing you might want to do is doing something in the same concept, but in person. So if, if, if your organization, if your city has a farmer's market or a flea market or something like that where, where organic foods are offered, get a booth. and and do something there, Get, create a giveaway or a study or even uh, organic samples, whatever it is that you can think of, that you and your creative team can think of that people will want to take advantage of and collect their visitors' information. Ask them, hey, I noticed you're purchasing this organic food. A lot of people who purchase that also want to support whatever organization you're in that cares about the environment would you would you want to uh, give a donation? Would you like to give a gift? You can do that right then, or you can do that later. You can collect the information and do a mailing campaign later. Whichever way you do it is fine. But the point is that there's really three ways of doing this. There's there's by on the phone, one by one, which is extremely tedious, and that's where you don't have so much information. There is online where you can kind of allow your prospects to identify themselves by using the techniques that I described, 
which is putting they're putting themselves in that bucket. And there is the in-person method, which is the same method as online, but think of ways where people who care about organic foods, how do they, how do they behave in real life? What shops do they visit? What markets do they visit? And how can you insert yourself or your organization in those moments, in those experiences, in those in-person behaviors? So, so on the phone, digitally and physically. Those are the three ways. And as you build your prospect list, you'll find, you'll turn your prospects into donors and your donors into middle donors and your middle donors into major donors. And really that third bucket is incredibly, critically important to the health, success, and future of your organization. So that's it. That's how you, what you do when you run out of people to call. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for doing your part on making this world a lighter, brighter, and greater place. Thanks so much.